Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stays in the Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Cooper, and joining me as always is... Signed, Wind, and Solo. Oh man, you know what? That was almost a good one, but you... I you said Signed, Wind, You said Signed, Winding. Yeah, I went Side, Winder, Solo. Side, Winder, Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, winded. can't make Side. fun of you for that one. People are going to hate this episode now. They can already tell. They can already tell it's so bad. I'm not. I can already tell I'm not going to be yelling at you as much. I think that's <laughs> the only reason people listen. They don't even care about the movies. They, they just want to listen to the drama. Exactly. This is a drama podcast. Uh, joining me today, as always, is Solomon Cooper. And in light of the fact that here in Waco, specifically, we have been bombarded by either tornadoes or the threat of tornadoes for the last week, mm-hmm. people having giant, you know, softball-sized hail blowing through their car windows smashing into their into their roofs um we decided to take a trip back in time mm-hmm. and That's what we did yep and, and you can tell <laughs> and review the uh classic bill paxton starring movie twister what a funny laugh you did he went <laughs> did, I? <laughs> did i really do that yes. he sounded like a frat boy that isn't so funny <laughs> It doesn't sound like me. It doesn't, but that's exactly what happened. Um, so this movie, Twister, was directed by, uh, it, it's kind of like a perfect amalgam of his reputation. It's directed by a guy named uh, James, or Jean de Bont. Jean de Bont? Jean de Bont, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's French. Um, and this guy's, um, this, his filmography ranges from cringingly bad. Sure. To action classics. So, wow. yeah, he directed Speed, which I think I'd uh, love to watch. We should watch that sometime. By the way, I don't think you've seen it. I love Speed. With Keanu Reeves and, um, oh, God, Sandra Bullock. Uh, l- so many movies have ripped off the premise of Speed. What is Speed? It's Just about a terrorist puts a, a bomb device on a public city bus. And makes it to where if it ever slows down past like 70 miles an hour or 50 miles an hour or something, it will blow up the bus. It's really cool. So they cannot stop at any stoplights. They can't do anything. So they get a, like a special agent who's Keanu Reeves. They like somehow get him on the bus to like help navigate it through. And Sandra Bullock's like the bus driver. 
and they have to figure out these things. So they're like the cities, like they're clearing the city streets so they can keep going. And it's a very, it's a very fun premise for a movie. Sounds fun. Um, but then he also has made movies like The Haunting, just considered one of the worst horror movies of all time. Mm. And sounds haunting. He made uh, the first, the original. That's no, I'm just ignoring it, letting it pass. He made the original uh, Tomb Raider movie. So this movie perfectly fits in there, right? Like it's a it's a well crafted movie, but made by a guy who knows how to put a movie together. But it's also <laughs> deeply stupid. Yes. I definitely agree with you. Um, so I think probably you think it's more more terribly stupid than I do, but but it's any, still stupid. Anyway, we don't have to. We're not really going to review this movie per se. It's already been out for quite I'm a long. It. I'm reviewing this so hard. Uh, so let's I go, let's going, dive right in. Dang it! I thought you were going to do something new. You paused, so I was like, oh, he's going to send us something interesting and fun and unique for Norm- the first time in his life. Normally. <laughs> So rude. Normally, I don't have you do a plot synopsis when we're doing a movie that probably everybody has seen, but I want you to do a plot synopsis because the plot of this movie is so intensely basic, and I had forgotten. I had not. I have not seen this movie since it came out. So why don't you give us a quick plot synopsis? They're trying to analyze tornadoes so they can get more time to not get mortared by tornadoes. They not get mortared. Yeah, mortared. Uh, Mortared. who who who's doing this? Um. This guy and this girl. Just a team of storm chasers is all I was looking for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A team of storm chasers, which we all love storm chasers. So uh, this movie, I'm just thinking about all the things that happen in this movie. And it's making me laugh. Like snicker. Uh, well, like giggle. I'm going to have, I'm going to have like to chuckle. Oh my God. I'm going to have to kill you now. <laughs> I've, okay. I was going to say, I'm going to have to repeat some things that I already told you whenever we were watching the movie, because you know, the audience wasn't there with us. Unfortunately, you would love to watch movies with us, guys. Yeah, we should start. We do, should do we that. Should start raffling it off. Yeah, <laughs> we should do like we should do like vlogs of us watching movies together. That's actually such a good idea. Oh my gosh, my genius. Okay, let's keep going. We should start doing reels of it. Because mm-hmm. I just upgraded our Instagram account to a professional account, so now we can do really lo- longer reels. Oh, dude, I have a professional Instagram account, and I said that I'm an entrepreneur or something like that. Or no, I said I'm a politician. Why did you make it a, for, a professional account? Because I thought it was funny. And I'm now I'm a politician, and so it says Solomon Cooper, politician. That's not funny, but... <laughs> I think it's really funny. Uh, anyway, this the context of this movie, uh, which, I, like I said, I gave Solomon when we were watching it, was that this movie was really huge when it came out, like massively huge. Yeah. It was not a huge critical success. I mean, it got okay reviews for a movie like this. Not terrible, but not great. You know what I mean? Yeah. And But it, but it was... An absolutely enormous movie. It it wasn't just in the zeitgeist at the time. This movie was, was the, the zeitgeist. zeitgeist. Yes. Yeah. Whenever whenever you went to Blockbuster, or Hastings, or whatever you would rent movies back in the day, my favorite places. Walls walls covered in copies of Twister. <laughs> he said it. They, so. they couldn't they couldn't keep copies of Twister in stock. I I think we had to go to the video store three three to five times to try and find to try and get a copy of it because it was always rented out. That's so silly. Yeah. Can you imagine back in the day calling a video store multiple times to see if they have a copy of Twister in? No, I can't. And also, this movie is so incredibly mid. Also, but, well, a movie in general, can you imagine? No. What, what I don't understand now that I think about the video rental times, were we all poor back then? 
Like if you wanted to watch a movie that badly that you're going to go to the video store three to four times, why would you not just go buy the movie? I'm genuinely asking. I'm confused now about this generation that I grew up in. Well, we were poor. Yeah, yeah. But that's a good point. Cause I but feel like, like was the we, collectively like, we were poor? Yeah. How, what do you, why, did you, why did you say we were poor? How do you, you don't know how poor I was whenever I was growing up. Maybe were all millennials poor from like the ages of like 10 to like 30, I, 25? I mean, I part of it was when you go to the video store, you wouldn't just get one movie. You know what I mean? You'd rent five. Like there's, there's, a, there's a lot of things. But I'm just thinking like if you really wanted to rent – Twister that bad that we went to the video store like four times. How much? Maybe maybe it was super expensive. No, movies were like the same. Sixty dollars. Movies were the same price that they they were like between ten and twenty dollars to get a VHS. That aged you real fast. Although I've watched VHSs before. Yeah, it's not that long ago. But it feels long ago. It does. Of how like ancient they are. It does. From, from what's funny is now we just buy everything. Yeah. Or we rent, or we pay for like subscription services. Yeah, the the changes in the times. Anyway, so not this. No one cares about this. That. This movie was huge. I watched it when it came out. I think we watched it twice in a row. Oh, that's awesome! Like for t- you. twice in the same weekend, and we thought it was the bee's knees. We did. We thought it was just the coolest. Most exciting, most suspenseful movie we'd ever seen in our life. Had you not seen movies before? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was pretty sheltered, but um, I, I had definitely seen movies before. Yes. I know I'm sure there was better movies coming out way before this. Well, the, another movie that came out in a very similar time period that also became the zeitgeist you have seen, um, which is Independence Day. Mm. Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. I had a yawn. Oh, why? <laughs> because I had to. Uh, I do remember Independence Day. That's with like Will Smith. Will Smith. Okay, good. Just making sure. Yeah. Did you like that movie? I mean, it's been a while since it's you been, saw it. I was like six when I watched it. I remember it being cool because it was like aliens. Yeah. So Independence Day compared to Twister is it's kind of tricky because it's made by a very similar director as Jane Jane DeBond, but the difference is that I wouldn't say. Oh my god! I'm blanking on the guy who directed Independence Day's name. It's he's so famous. It's, it's embarrassing to me. Cringe, cringe. Anyway, that guy probably Independence Day is the best movie he's ever made. He he he's not have any really big classics on it, but he's what he's known for is these huge spectacle movies that are usually horrendously bad. <laughs> and also, he made the um, the American Godzilla remake with Matthew Broderick. Which is a, an abomination, but it's still popular. No, it isn't. It's a huge. No, it is not. It was a huge flop. Which one? The American remake, of, the original American remake of Godzilla, not not the not the new ones, not because one. I remember watching the new ones, and I was no, like no. eight or nine or ten or eleven or That's twelve. That's not that one. And I watched Godzilla do some crazy cool stuff. Now those movies, I think, are okay. Well, really, I like it, the first movie, and I like King Kong versus Godzilla. But that middle one is. I hated so much it almost ruined the whole franchise for me. The the gods and monsters, or whatever. God of monsters. Gods of monsters. God of monsters. Yeah, yeah, that one. So sad because I that's one with King Ghidorah and and Mothra, Mothra, but it's so so awful. I didn't watch it, unfortunately. You but watched it without me, and I cried. I was in New York, and you were in Texas. Uh uh-uh. uh Yes, I saw it in New York in 4D. They had Smellovision in the theater. I went and saw that for real. Smellovision to this day. 
I think that Mothra smells like urinal cakes because of that dumb movie. <laughs> That's so funny. Every time Mothra would come in, she would like have like pixie dust or whatever like coming off of her, mm-hmm. and they would release the scent into the movie theater because it was 4D. <laughs> it smells like urinal. It smelled cakes. like urinal cakes. <laughs> That's such such a funny little anecdote. <laughs> um, look, we're talking around Twister, which is I don't even care about. We're just going to be talking about 90s action movies. Twister. We we also we are talking around. Twisters and twisters go around. I, I I got where you were going. Did you make that joke? That was your intention. Immediately, no, I wasn't trying to make that joke. <laughs> it's so bad. What I was trying to say, oh, Roland Emmerich, that's the director's name. Uh, what I was going to say about the Roland Emmerich Godzilla movie is that um, they they made this abomination of a Godzilla who looks kind of cool as a monster himself, but as Godzilla, wrong, totally wrong. He's just a big lizard. Like he's an iguana. They make it to where that's what Godzilla is. He's a giant iguana. Iguana. Iguana is a funny word. Um, that's cool. No, it isn't. Godzilla's supposed to be like a big a charcoal. Like, it's supposed to have like a personality. This is a lizard. And they just do a whole scene that's a ripoff of Jurassic Park. Anyway, whatever. We're not. We're not. We're not here to talk about the American Godzilla. We'll do that. We'll do that another time. We're here to talk about well. Twister. So this movie stars some people that, that were. Uh, when I when we turned the movie on, I realized Solomon was not going to know a single person. <laughs> Which was crazy is because the the character actors that are like in the sides, this was before they got really huge. Solomon didn't recognize a single one of them, and then the stars. This was like at their height of their popularity, and Solomon didn't know who either any of them were either. So this movie stars uh, Bill Paxton. Did you know him? Did you recognize him? No. Helen Hunt. Know her? Recognize her? Her name does sound familiar. Did you recognize her? No. Okay. Carrie Elus is the is the no. bad guy. Nope. The evil weather chaser. Hang on, we have to talk. <laughs> we have to save some content for later. And um, then on the wings, you have people. I was so not. I didn't remember this. Guy. I haven't seen this since I was like fifteen, sixteen. Um, you have uh, Alan Rucker. Is that his name. No. From now now famous for Succession, but then mostly famous for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, we had, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I know that name. Uh, like all those storm chaser guys went on to become really, most of them successful character actors. So great cast. But what really surprised me about this movie is how incredibly straightforward and simple it is. No, bro. This plot is simple. A (laughs) as everything. Yeah. (laughs) I was I because I was thinking it was going to be kind of like Independence Day where it's a it's a kitschy movie but it's fun but that has a lot of moving parts in it you know what I mean they go, all these mm-hmm. different things that's what, how I remember this movie being but it's not other than the fact that it keeps cutting back to like this weather station like this emergency weather station it keeps cutting back to like some people there they have nothing to do with the plot whatsoever they could have exercised that entire thing from the movie I don't know what any of those characters names were they didn't have they really didn't do anything they would just look at some screens and be like, oh, we got a formation coming in. Do you know, even know what I'm talking about? Do you even remember what I'm talking about? No. It would cut back to like a newsroom. Like a behind, I don't know if it was a newsroom or it was an emergency weather service, but they kept cutting back. There were not people that were involved in any way in the plot. They never called them to warn them. They never did anything. They would just be like, like there was like four people and it would look like a news like control room, like a weather room. How do you not remember? We just watched this movie. I know we just watched this movie. That doesn't even remotely sound familiar. Okay. This is the, this is the sets that we had. Them driving around in their weather trucks. Mm-hmm. Them sitting at that old lady's house. Them outside of the weather them trucks. Them outside of the weather trucks. 
Okay, so four. And then that weird office it kept cutting back to, <laughs> there's just people with a bunch of computers. And there was like these, it was a lady and a guy who were always talking to each other. And it was just a bunch of computers. Like you would see if you were, people were doing a NASA mission. You know how they have a control like I, center? I, like I am, I can see it in my head, but it just sounds like a fever dream or like deja vu. Well, I mean, they, I honestly couldn't tell you what they talk about or what the purpose of them was in any way. that they were there. But they were there, and they would point out there was bad weather coming. It just seemed so redundant because the w- storm chasers would have their own equipment they could see that on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, we had to take a quick break. Awesome. And we're going to get right on into this plot so good. All right. We'll see in a you second. next time. <laughs> <laughs> And, and now, now a word, word from, from our, our sponsors. sponsors. Welcome back to the Kids Season the Podcast and our discussion of Twister. It's next time, guys. We're back. We are back. So I was discussing how the plot is like really straightforward. So beside like like this movie starts with Bill Paxton driving up to his ex soon to be ex wife, Helen Hunt, to get some papers signed so he can get married. Um for s- Oh, what is happening to you? Are you having a stroke? You said with their ex-wife so they can get married. His soon-to-be ex-wife. So they can get married. So he can get married. We said so they can get married. Well, he, I was about to, if you let me finish my sentence, I was going to say because he very bizarrely brought his fiance with him to get these divorce papers signed. Yeah. And, you know, it's obvious that Helen Hunt doesn't want to get divorced from him. She still has a thing for him. But she's still out hunting tornadoes. He's put this whole crazy life behind him. He's a weatherman he's a, now. He's a, he's a tame weatherman getting married to a respectable doctor. And um, he has to chase her down to even get her to sign the papers, yeah. right? Like she's out in the field. What? She's like a storm and he has to chase her. Oh, there you go. That's probably right. That's probably baked right into this <laughs> script for real. You're, you're, you're onto something there. Chaser. He does know her. Oh my god! You you had a good thing, and then you had to take it too far. But it's so I've noticed that that's something that you do a lot in life. You like make a funny joke, and then everybody will laugh, but then you'll like go too far and start jumping around and screaming, and then everyone's like, "No, what?" You do that all the time. I just notice it. I don't do that all the time, and whenever I do jump around and scream, it's so funny. It's not. No, everyone is just cringing, and they're like, "Well." He's a teenage boy. I guess I'll just keep hanging out with him until he becomes an adult and doesn't do this anymore. This is a really sad revelation That's for me. Everybody's. <laughs> I don't think. I, I look at their face. They 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 make a cringe face, like a, like they're startled and taken aback. You're like, <sighs> I don't just start screaming and jumping around you do. like all of a sudden I've been hypnotized. You do do that. No, I don't. Anyway, we got to go back to this movie. So this guy, they he goes up there. To, he's trying to get his. Ex, soon to be ex-wife, I guess it, oh God, <laughs> twister in my throat. Oh. <clears throat> I have no idea what just happened there. So he's trying to get Helen Hunt to sign these freaking divorce, divorce papers. papers, and he has to hunt her down because she's hunting down a storm. He brings his soon-to-be ex-fiance, <laughs> uh, because we know where this is going right from the very beginning. Yeah. They they do, they they do this classic 90s action movie trope where they start the couple out separated, but they had a history like they used to be married, right? Because mm-hmm. they want, they don't, they want, that's a, that was a very common thing. They, all of Roland Emmerich's movies, by the way, do this exact same thing, right? They're always like separated, but it's never like they met on the set. Yeah. 
they always used to be married, but they're getting divorced or it didn't work out for some reason, but then a tragedy makes them realize how much they love each other <laughs> or fear. Yeah. But you also know that she, he's not going to marry this other woman. I can't remember the actress's name because they make her not bad, but just kind an, of annoying, kind <laughs> of annoying. Exactly. Like the movie's trying to say, Hey, we're not being sexist. We're not trying to tell you what to think they are. So they make her a therapist who's always answering the phone, even when a tornado's attacking them. So she's like one of those. She's like a what, a, like a workaholic dad in like a Peter in like the Hook movie. You know, yeah. Anytime a character in a '90s movie is always answering their cell phone, that's a sign that they're a workaholic and they're the. You know what I mean? They're gonna have to change or they're gonna have to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. On top of that, they make her into like a, a type of therapy that's like. They're kind of mocking, like it's kind of supposed to be embarrassing. Mm -hmm. She's a reproductive therapist, so she's always having to talk about penises and yeah, stuff. There's a line <laughs> where she's like, no, she's not married to just to your penis. And it was just yeah. such a random thing. Yeah, so they're, they're trying to give it to her. So, like, so she has like, all the traits, right? She's she's on the phone all the time. She's scared of everything, whereas Helen Hunt is like brave. Mm -hmm. And her job is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> so that's like her... I thought her whole, I just described her entire personality in this movie. Mm -hmm. Great job. Great character analysis. So just like, it's been like six minutes and I said that I was trying to talk about how straightforward this movie is. And then we went on this whole digression. But so he's, he goes there to find her to get his paper signed. She's in the middle of searching for a tornado. She's basically like, oh, sorry, tornado's coming. <laughs> if you want these papers signed, you're just probably have to go along with the, for the ride. You know, you know, you want to. You know you miss chasing these storms. Yeah. And you know he does too. Mm -hmm. And that is the whole plot of the movie. <laughs> like I, I really thought that the, the movie had like all these different twists and turns and whatever. No, that's the plot. And it never stops being the plot. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah, well they fin they got their like machine finished. That's but that, like that's that happens in that first scene. Yeah. Well you forgot you should have mentioned it. Yeah, so they apparently whenever they were together. He came up with an idea for a machine that would map out the inside of a tornado. Yeah, it's called the Dorothy. The Dorothy. As in, like, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I think they probably got it. Well, they're, our our listeners are not as... Oh, are you, you going to make fun of our listeners? They're just not as smart as the the movie connoisseur that I am. Oh, God. Um. So, yeah, I just thought I'd make sure they understood. And insult them in the process. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're trying to get this thing inside of the tornado and it releases all these balls and whatever it maps inside and it will make it to where we can get 15 extra minutes of warning time on a tornado instead of three instead of three and it will save lives so but the, the, at the end of the day the premise of him getting there trying to get the divorce papers signed and um them just chasing a tornado right then before, mm -hmm. because they they have to he has to do it is the whole plot of the movie it never ever changes yeah this is this is what happens they go to a tornado. A scene happens. It's scary. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Each tornado is a little different. They did a good job. I thought of making the tornadoes have different personalities. Oh yeah, they're all special and, <laughs> and quirky in their own unique way. Yeah, there's like there's like the three sister tornadoes that are all skinny and they're all dancing around the water. There's the the one that goes sideways. Yep, the sidewinder. That's my name. Um, and then there's that big chonky F5 monstrosity. Oh, that big! He's the tank of the group. He's the Godzilla of 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 twisters. Yeah, he's the god of tornadoes. But each time they get to one of these new unique tornadoes, it attacks them, and 
Then their machine gets And then their machine broken. gets broken. God. And they have to try again. Nothing was more annoying than this stupid machine that they they have four of them, by the way. Just wanted to let you know. <laughs> so that way, whenever one of them would get broken, oh, they just have a new one immediately. And they'd be like, oh, shucks. Dorothy's broken again. And then they do the exact same thing. Yeah. So let's get into And I actually want you to talk about this because I've been rambling about this movie uh, for too long. This movie has as its enemy tornadoes. tornadoes. And even less than like a movie like Jaws where the enemy is a shark. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess in Jaws there are like human protagonists to an extent like the in- the incompetent mayor. I mean antagonists? What did I say? Protagonists. Oh, did I really? Yeah, you said human protagonists. Oh, sorry. I meant antagonist. Yeah. Like so you have the mayor in Jaws, you know. Yeah. Um but a shark still has infinite more personality than wind that goes really fast in a circle, you know? Yes. So even though they did a great, as good a job as they could to try and give these per- tornadoes personality and make them seem like malevolent forces, they felt that they needed a real villain, an actual human villain could talk, because I don't know if you know this, tornadoes, they don't say anything. Unfortunately. So I want you to talk about Carrie L.U.'s... So let's just... Let, I'll just get... I'll just get this spin. Um, so as we know, we're driving around. And then, and then they see the bad guys. They're both chasing this tornado. And this guy, he comes up and they're like, oh, what's his character's name? I don't know his name. I don't remember his name either. I just call, it, just call him Carrie. That's, his act, that's the actor's name. So they see Carrie and they're like, oh, God, it's that Carrie guy. And then the main character is like, oh, what's he doing here? He's like, what? <laughs> it's just so bad. I don't know what the cause they're doing it for. Also, you can tell that he's supposed to be the bad guy immediately because A, he wears sunglasses all the time, and B, all of his cars are black. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's working for, like, a news station or something. Who is he working for? His name is Jonas, by the way. He's working for, like, a specific station or whatever. Uh, it's like, he, that, no, they just say he has corporate sponsorship. Yeah, he's like, he's, so he's working for these corporate sponsors, and and they're all like, and he's just doing it for the money. Like, who's storm chasing you bought, for you, money? I threw this to you because this is your favorite line, and you're so excited about saying it, and then you didn't even say the line right. Was it for the fame? No, he's, he says that, but you didn't say the next part of the line. What's the other part? He's like, he, they're like, the, his like fiance lady's like, who's that? And he's like, that's Jonas. He's got corporate sponsors. He's like, Jonas is only into storm chasing for the money. He's not in it for the science. You forgot the science part. I didn't even. That, that, you that, quoted like a million times. I don't feel like I did it. Whatever. It doesn't <laughs> matter. All that matters is that he's storm chasing for money. And I think it's really, really funny. Yeah, and not the science. That kind of rhymes. And yes, and not the science. The funniest thing to me is that he's like they're like he has a bunch of corporate sponsorships. It's like who the f is doing that? It's <laughs> like a, Doritos. A, like hey, we want to get in on that tornado. <laughs> this tornado money. Yeah, what a weird like vague reason. Just corporate sponsors. Yeah, and like he basically has ripped off their idea and made his own version of like the Dorothy. But I'm like I could not for the life of me think of what the uh, like you can think of. Like with the military, like we got a lot of things from the military that we use normally, like satellite stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. GPS. A lot of these things were invented for the military. Uh, a lot of stuff that NASA uses, you know what I mean, was invented for trying to create armor for tanks or whatever. What is the secret thing that corporations are going to be using 
tornado data for? Maybe they, maybe the, you know, the Doritos, maybe they're trying to like get all the information. That way they can make a new tornado Dorito to make them even more rad. Oh my gosh. That was like that nacho was, cheese Doritos are going to be that like was, the new cool thing because they're all deadly and scary. The worst. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> That's probably what they're using. It for. We only have three minutes left. So I want to quickly get to something we haven't talked about for the entire this entire podcast, which is, this is a movie about tornadoes. Did you find this movie suspenseful? Did you find it scary? This movie, yeah, I don't understand how we've taken this long to talk about this simple movie, and we've, nothing about this movie was scary, and everything about it was stupid, and <laughs> <laughs> the tornadoes, they look kind of cool-ish, but everything the tornadoes do and affect are the worst thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. That's not true. When the cows are flying around, the it looks cows, good. And the, the cars. Ca- the cows look perfectly okay. Just because they look funny, I guess. Um, but whenever the tornado, like, goes through a house, it looks like if I, like, flicked my Lego thing a bit too hard and it kind of, like, fell over. It literally looks like, like, C- like obviously, it's bad CGI, but it just looks like Lego's falling apart. I would call it early CGI more than bad CGI, but yeah, it definitely hasn't aged no, well. Bad. Because the, the thing is, you can tell that all they did was make a CGI outline. So as soon as it hits, the, you'll see a house, and as soon as it hits the house, the house gets replaced with a CGI house, right? Mm-hmm. And that CG house is just composed of four walls and a roof. So those things fly away, and none of it felt like there was a real house inside of it. <laughs> Yeah. Um. What other things? What about whenever how they survive the tornadoes? Because do do you feel like they? I just hang on. I'm gonna ask you a question really quickly. We oh. only have, we only have a minute and a half. I'm gonna ask you a serious question. Do you feel like realistically, in this movie, they get too close to the tornadoes, too far from the tornadoes, or just the right distance away from the tornadoes? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're too close. <laughs> Option A. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. They were under a wooden, like, bridge thing, I guess, Mm -hmm. on, like, some farmland. And a tornado blew over them while their truck, their heavy-duty truck with a heavy metal machine in it, is getting pulled away from them. And they're holding on to some wood. And they didn't fly away. But their truck flies so far in the sky that this girl driving can't see a truck fall in front of her face because it flew so high. But no, the people holding onto the wood, they're either so strong or these t- tornadoes have selective grabbing abilities that they don't fly. They, they do kind of imply that. They, they do kind of act like the tornado is like picking what it wants to attack and it can't quite reach them. They really needed, they, they love the idea of these tornadoes having a, like opinions. Yeah. And like choosing like... What whatever there was because there was the tornado the big F five tornado yeah she's like you don't know what it's like whenever a tornado picks your house and leaves everyone else's uh, alone yes but that tornado ended up being like a a, a character that yeah. kept coming back yeah the, the main bad guy was secretly this F five tornado yes they should have had him give him a, a given him a name yeah that would have helped a lot like Hurricane Harvey all right well look tornado. we're we're out of time but I do want to say that I still love seeing Bill Paxton may he rest in peace Solomon didn't like him by the way he doesn't even care that his, he's passed away he thinks his he's, acting was so cringe that's just Bill Paxton he's like, awesome he was like I'm sorry I said we're out of time I don't have time for reenactments Helen Hunt was gorgeous it was great to see her again I've seen her in a long time I wanted to make sure that I got in that before we end 
And with that, uh, yeah, I don't really have anything to add about Twister. It mm-hmm. did not hold up to me as well as an adventure movie, but I thought it's really well-paced and super fun. No, none of the science made any sense. How did none of them die? I don't even understand Oh, yeah, the no idea one died. That was upsetting. Explosion. The bad guys one did. That, yeah, the bad, the bad guys did. The tornado, the bad guys killed the bad guys. God, All right, so well, uh, that's our show. That's movie so stupid. Uh, sorry that Solomon crapped all over your favorite movie from whenever, from 1996. Until next time, when we re- review Godzilla. What? Just kidding. <laughs>